I play that song a lot in my in my my van, and uh, it's, it's like my, one of my very favorites. Would you turn in your Bibles to Psalms ninety two, and we will be there off and on during the morning. There's a couple other passages. Uh, Colossians 3, you might want to be ready in too. So, Psalms 92. As I was thinking about how to make this transition from the Christmas season into the new year, uh, I, I wanted to be so positive-minded, and I wanted to be a help to you. I wanted to be an encouragement to you. Sometimes in our lives... We trust too much on our past experiences with the Lord. And we don't seek new ones. We don't seek new power or strength. We think what we've got is enough and it works. And the trouble is our oil and our hearts need to be changed. Now, I know some of you are very mechanically minded. When, it talk, when you talk about changing your oil here... We're not talking about cars. King David didn't have any. What they did have is if they wanted to have light in their houses or in the temple, they had oil in their lamps. And the oil was changed often. And it, it burned with a wick. And they uh, therefore had light. David makes this allusion here in this passage of Scripture. But first... To start this off, Revelation 3, 7 says, The angel of the church in Philadelphia write, These things saith he that is holy, he that is true, he that hath the key of David, he that opens and no man can shut, and shuts and no man can open. He says, I know thy works, verse 8, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it. I just look back on the Christmas season, this past Christmas season. You children and youth workers, you did such a wonderful job. Such a wonderful ministry with our children. And I want us to keep it going. We have a, a church that is known in the community for having uh, good children's ministries. And uh, the, do the Lord... The Lord has opened the door for our families to invite other families as well. And I, I, I just, I see God opening and shutting. I see God opening the door to Smith Corner Church so that people will, will come in for the new year and that their children and our children will grow significantly. Having a junior church system like we have now that somewhat mimics what we're doing mirrors what we're doing upstairs while they're downstairs what a blessing and the plays that we have uh, what a blessing the music that our children learn and music is one of those doorways into a person's heart and I so appreciate uh, our workers God has assembled a great amount of gifted workers in our church. And I see that as a door that is wide open. And if you're wanting to get more involved this coming year, 
The doors are wide open. So I appreciate you looking at it that way. For the new year, 2020. I like, I like that better than 2019, don't you? Took me until like June to remember to put 2019. So now it's 2020. And for the new year, I want us and you let love and long-suffering, forbearance and forgiveness, let them rule in your hearts, in your hearts, in your marriages, in your families, and in our church. Colossians 3.12 says it this way in 2020. Put on, therefore, Colossians 3.12, put on, therefore, as the elect of God. Elect means chosen. You were chosen, holy and beloved. Bow, put on mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, the absence of anger is meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another, forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond. Charity is the word love in the Greek. Put on love, which is the bond, the glue of perfectness. And then verse 15, let the peace of God rule in your hearts. Chase peace. Chase after it for yourself and for others. Chase down peace. Let the peace of God rule in your hearts. Don't harbor bitterness. Don't harbor anger with others. In 2020, get rid of it. Get rid of it. David, in Psalms 92, says it this way. And it's a little confusing, and I'm going to break these words down. But he says, My horn shall you exalt, Lord, like the horn of a unicorn. I shall be anointed with fresh oil. Huh. I love that little commercial where the little girl's in, at the, uh, in the kitchen and she's making a unicorn cake. You all have seen that. You can't watch TV without seeing it. And the mother is so quick. She comes in and I think she was ready to yell. What have you done? What did she, what was her answer? No, there was some other, huh? How magical. You see, in mythology, the unicorn is a magical animal. Well, a lot of books have been written. I've read chapters on it. What happened to the unicorn? Some say the unicorn was too playful to get on the ark, so they all died off. <laughs> yeah, well... Uh, the actual thing is, though, that these scriptures about unicorns are written in Hebrew. But when it came to the unicorn, the word unicorn, one border away, it's a she-goat. A powerful she-goat with a horn. Again, what did it say? Verse 90. Psalms 92.10, But my horn shall you exalt like the horn of a unicorn. Like the horn of a goat. There's no mythology there. I, he says, I shall be anointed with 
fresh oil. Oh my. With fresh oil. Uh, with fresh oil. Remember, your lamps are all around your house or around, and the oil uh, that they use needed to be replenished often. Sometimes we don't replenish our oil. The oil in our hearts, in our lives, uh, burns out, burns down, and the lights go off or go dim. Wow. My horn, first of all, he says. Shalt thou exalt like the horn of a unicorn. He's speaking of the power, my power. I feel it sometimes. I'm sure some of you do too. If I spend much time away from the word of God, if I spend any time away, away from prayer, I can just feel like the light starting to go out in me. And I need that so much. I'm not qualified personally. I'm not gifted personally to be up here and to be doing this for so long. However, with the Lord in me and with his power in me, because again, his power magnified in me, I am. And I need, I need his power to succeed. And so do you. So do you. We go through life. I remember recently, Bonnie and I driving together down 99. She seems to like to drive without her lights on. Her headlights are off and she's following and everybody else's lights are on, but her headlights are off. And I'm trying to punch her up on the, on the phone to get your headlights on and all, but that's the way it's, it is for some people. Driving down the road at high speed in your life and your lights have gone off. She's not the one that drives fast. The one sitting next to her does. <laughs> wow. My horn shalt thou exalt like the horn of a unicorn. My power shall God increase. Remember that God is your source. Remember that God is your source. You're, not you. You and I cannot, cannot do this cannot do this life right unless we have our oil, fresh oil, and then our light so shines. Let that be something we look forward to in 2020. In Philippians 4.13, it says, I can do all things through who? Not through me. I can't do anything. I can do all things. I can handle all things. Any problems that come up in 2020, I can handle them. Do bad things happen to good people? Yes. But I can handle it because it's through the, the power of Christ. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Same chapter, Philippians 4 19. My God shall supply all that you need according to his riches in glory. And he didn't say once. I wish it said once. My God shall supply all my wants. No, needs. Needs and wants, that's something different. He supplies my needs. And how much? According to how rich he is. According to his riches in glory by Jesus Christ. Now he, said, he talked about the oil. 
Psalms 92, 10 again. My horn shalt thou exalt like the horn of a unicorn. I shall be anointed with fresh oil. Having, having this up here. Some of you might recognize it. It is my anointing oil that I use in my office. Fresh oil. Some of us have very dirty oil. You mechanics, everyone, needs, you need to change your oil once in a while. But we want fresh oil in us that we would have fresh, a fresh light in our hearts. That's very important. Some of us go through life with our lights off. Fresh oil as opposed to old, used oil. Oil that is dirty can't be trusted. It makes the lights go out. It sputters. It sputters in a lamp when you get bad oil in it. And it's the sputtering that uh, causes us to lose our strength and our power. We need fresh oil in the year 2020. Personally, in families, and in our church, let us live on fresh oil. Let us minister that way. Oil that can't be relied on, that's the old oil. Old oil that we have no confidence in. And if we have old oil, Christ has no confidence in us. Wow. Some live on the fumes of yesteryear. Some used to be so strong and close to God in their relationship to God. And some have drifted away, drifted away, like you're in a boat just drifting and drifting and drifting. And for 2020, let's stay close to God. Let's replace our oil. Revelation 3.15, I know thy works. Jesus speaking to us, I know your life. I know that you are neither cold, you're not terrible, or hot. You're not on hot fire for God. I wish you were cold or hot. If you're cold, there's hope that you'll wake up. If you're, I want you to be cold or hot, but not lukewarm. You don't have any chance if, uh, to do well if you're, if you're lukewarm with the Lord. You think you're fine. Everything's going good. But I ask you, and beg you for this coming year to refresh your oil. So some of us need fresh oil. Some of us need a fresh start. A fresh start. I shall be anointed with fresh oil. Back in Psalms 92, if you're with me. Psalms 92, verse 12. The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Cedars, this big around. And they're in the northern, Lebanon is, is north. They're in the northern forest. And they used to go in and take down those trees and bring them down into Israel. The the. The Lebanon trees were the ones most sought after to build in the temple and to build your homes and cities. What did it say? The righteous with fresh oil shall flourish like the palm tree. 
driving down through, driving through Israel on these tour buses, uh, everything's just, everything was just brown, 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 brown. Then you come to a, a palm tree nursery and you just see thousands of rows and rows and rows and rows and rows of palm trees with tremendous irrigation. Palm trees need irrigation. They need, trees need irrigation, as a matter of fact. And without, without being irrigated, without getting water, they die and everything turns brown. What did it say? Verse 12, the righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Verse 13, those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. To be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. Trees are not usually planted in a house. I've been in one. I've been in one house out in West Lupin. It might even be Ruthie's, Ruthie Wall's house. But when they first built the house, they built it around a, a tree. And the, the tree grows up in the living rooms, out the, out the, out the roof even. Oh my goodness. And now it's like this. I don't know what they're going to do. But it's beautiful. Irrigated. It stays warm all the time. And uh, I've often remembered that and thought about that when it comes to this verse. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord, they shall flourish in the courts of, of our God. God's trees are planted in the house of God. This is the house of God. And when you are planted, receiving oil, fresh oil, when you are planted and you're irrigated with water, receiving water from God, you're going to grow and you're going to flourish. Trees aren't usually planted in a house. God's trees are. Because it is from His grace, by His word, through His spirit, and they receive all the sap and strength that keep them alive and make them fruitful. You see, God is their source. Some people are so gifted, they don't need an outside source. Some people are so smart, at least they think they are. They don't need an outside source. I just... Some people are so gifted with personality. People flock to them and follow them. Hang on every word. Let God be your source. No matter how gifted you are. Practice humility and let God be your source. The source of strength and spiritual growth. In this line, again. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of God. Our children. Our children. If you weren't here last Sunday night when the children did, did their play, did their musical, it was just, and you just, it was just gorgeous and wonderful to see our children so bubbly and so alive and so full of godly wisdom because of the because of the songs they had to memorize 
because of the verses they had to read. Our children know more, more about the true meaning of Christmas than most of other children, even in this country, I promise you. Our children's ministries, our youth ministries are doing so great, so wonderful. Now, can we compete with the pleasures of the outside world? Probably not. There's too much pleasure out there offered for them. But we can, we can help them to find their joy from the Lord inside here and helping them to develop the disciplines to deal with the outside world. Back in Psalms 92 verse 14, Okay, old people. They, verse 14, Psalms 92, 14. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fat and flourishing. Well, some of us qualify. They shall be fat and flourishing. Speaking about fruit in the old age. But it doesn't mean physically fat. They shall be fat. The meaning is that they will be healthy and useful. And older people here, you once did ministry for 20, 30, and 50 years. Help those that are doing uh, the groundwork now, that are doing so much work in the church, especially with our children and youth. But verse 14 again, they shall bring forth fruit in their old age. They shall be fat and flourishing. Fat means healthy and useful. So, receive fresh oil. Again, I wish I could have you all come up and I could do a really silly thing and pour it over your heads. <laughs> that wouldn't fly, would it? Psalms 92, 10, one more time. My horn... Shalt thou exalt. For me, when I read the word of God, and I'm studying the word of God, and I'm in no hurry, and again for January 1, I'm going to start reading Proverbs 1. January 2nd, Proverbs number 2, and some of you might join me. I, I point this out to you because if you've fallen away from your main source, the Holy Spirit, Start reading the word again. Start reading it daily. The ones in here, the people in here that are generally the most, the most spiritual and useful and seem to be the happiest, if you check them out, they're, they're getting their source from God. It's like they pull into the gas station. They, they pull into the gas station they get out, they get the hose off, they put it into their gas tank, and then they leave. That's what doing our daily devotions is all about. Don't, don't try to do a day on fumes. My, my daughter, wife, and granddaughter back there went to see the, the lights on the lake. How many of you went to see that this year? Four of you, okay. Anyway, I, I don't care for it either. 
But they went and they were in this long line. And I got this panic, I got this panic call. Yes. David, my gas tank's almost empty. Where is it? Where is the needle? Oh, it's over a quarter of a tank, but it, I'm standing in a long line. Some people, this is my wife, need to have the needle on the tank above half or she's miserable. Okay? And somehow she let that thing drop down to almost a quarter of a tank. We looked that up and you could have driven, what, 60 more miles? She's back there nodding and I'll get in trouble here when I get back. <laughs> but but when, we go, when we go into our filling station, boy, they used to call it a filling station, young people. When we go into our filling station, oh my goodness, our filling station is wherever it is that you sit down and read the Word of God. Uh, the experts, supposedly, say that if you could, do it in the same spot. That spot becomes your holy ground where you break open the Word of God and you receive fresh oil that day. Reading the Word of God daily is such a great, great help. And then starting it and finishing that devotional, that filling station with prayer. So change your oil. For 2020, we don't know what it holds. I guarantee you, some of us are going to die in 2020. That's not a bad thing. Some of us die, but we don't die. We go, we go to heaven and live eternal life. Some of us are going to escape the pain that, that, and suffering that life brings us. But I guarantee you there's going to be traumas. There's going to be losses this year. And be prepared with fresh oil. Be prepared uh, with the power of Christ to get through. So remember. Remember to make God your source and not yourself. Remember not to live on your spiritual accomplishments of yesteryear but replenish have a brighter light the light oh it's so refreshing when I when I come up off of the mountain and it's been dark for an hour and if, if Rodney and I are by ourselves he always turns the headlights on and points them my way what a joy it is what a it is a great feeling you hunters know uh, that when you're when you're in the dark and all of a sudden there's a light. Uh, what a joy it is. Change your oil often. Replenish it daily. Trust in God. That He will become your source. So you're not in this alone. You're not going through this pain alone, this suffering alone. I talked to several of you this week who are in pain, who are, who are uh, the walking wounded. And I, I, I talk to you, and you, what you're telling me is, and it's true, that when you're wounded, 
in some way. It's also when you go to your knees more often. When you see your need to go to the Lord. Change your oil. Replenish your oil. Trust in God as your source. Philemon 21 says this. Having confidence in thy obedience, I wrote to thee, knowing that you will also do more than I say. Now, I also want you to, I also don't want you to burn out. I also don't want you to, okay, I'm going to read the Bible every day. And you, and you sit down and you gorge on the Bible for a month. No, for two weeks. Then you drift off again. You drift off and you get further and further and further away. I just challenge you in the next year to, put, to raise the word of God to a higher level and to keep it up. Hey, the devil don't mind you. Wow, how'd that happen? So, Carl, does that mean the second service will have PowerPoint? Okay, so all of you come back. Having confidence in this obedience, knowing that you will also do more than I say, I challenge you for 2020 to fill up at the filling station, to fill your heart up with the Word of God. We're going to be singing a hymn called One Day. One Day. My closing thought is this as the musicians come. My closing thought is this. Some people do the least amount of things they have to do. They're called leasters. They do just the least. Even in their marriage, they just do the least they have to do. And some people do the mosters. In a marriage, they're probably the most fulfilled and the most taken care of. They go beyond they go the extra mile for 2020, become a moster. Become a moster with God as well. Do the most that you can do. Make a decision for Christ that will change you from doing the least to doing the best you can do. Do the best for him. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord for what this Christmas season just, just did for us. We drew closer to you. Our children drew closer to you. Lord, thank you. We got the gifts we probably wanted, but let us unwrap you. For 2020, let us, Lord, be more dedicated, more filled with good oil, replenishing it daily, asking you, Lord, to Bless each one here individually. Let, let them feel your power in their life and your hope that they would become a bester, doing the best they can for you, not the least. And Lord, as some rededicate themselves to fresh oil, fresh of the Word of God, Lord, let them feel, let them feel your love for them in their heart. 
the way a, a hot fireplace feels when you come in from the cold. Asking you, Lord, to give these people your presence, your power, and your peace. Your, your peace with, with others and peace with self and to have peace with you. Let this be a year where the doors have been swung open. Let us, Lord, make use of that. And maybe this last year for us in this world, this last, might be our last year, Lord. Use us, Lord, to turn our families and community upside down. In Jesus' name, amen.